You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Welcome to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. We're going to take our text today from Philemon, a little one-chapter book with a very powerful verse in 6. Listen to this one. That the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Now, we don't use some of these words today. In fact, the word communication... Uh, is not the same, doesn't mean the same. In 1611, King James is what it does today. We don't say effectual, we say effective today, so the word has changed somewhat. So I'm going to read this a little differently. That the expression of your faith, that the outflow of your faith, some people talk about this, that the sharing of your faith. Really, the sharing of your faith is no different than your, than what comes out of you in faith. It, 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 sharing your faith with others is just a flow that comes out of you naturally. I think that's where a lot of people mess up in their witnessing is because the flow that comes out of them is very mechanical. Um, they, they, they get stuck in a system and they're not flowing uh, out of what's in the spirit, that the communication or the outflow of your faith may become effective. How does it do this? By the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. Now, there are a lot of good people in the body of Christ today who do just the opposite of this, and I know they mean well. They're not bad people, but they're terribly misinformed. And this is what they do. They make a habit of continually confessing, continually confessing negative things. When James says, confess your faults one to another, pray for one another that you may be healed, he is talking about specific faults, specific things that were done to specific people, and you need to get that right. But as a daily habit for you to call up people, and I had a kid I went to Bible school with, and he would right in the middle of the class tell girls, please forgive me, I'm lusting after you. Can you imagine that? Listen to me. That didn't make him the kind of believer you wanted to hang around. He drove people away from him, and he had no influence whatsoever. The idea that you are continually confessing all of your faults and blemishes and all of the things you deal with, uh, you don't need to bring that up all the time. That the communication of your faith may become effective by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. I would make this case that if you're going to confess the bad stuff, you ought to give a slightly bigger emphasis to the confession of the good stuff. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to quit confessing all the negative stuff, and you're going to talk about the good stuff. It'll take over. Most believers do not understand how vitally important it is for them to speak God's Word. God, now, now listen, listen to me. A lot of you think, well, he's talking name it, claim it. That's bull. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking to you about giving expressions to your faith with the Word of God, with Scripture, not in order to get something, but in order to be something. It's more important for you to be something than it is for you to get something. Getting something from God will not be an issue if you learn how to become something in Christ. And that's what God wants to lead us to. Listen to what 2 Corinthians chapter 4 
and verse 13 says, Since we have the same spirit of faith, 2 Corinthians 4.13, New Testament. What is it? What's its characteristic? What is it? Since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. In other words, faith is not complete unless there is some speaking to go along with the believing. We both believe and speak. Faith is both a believing and verbal operation. There is no release of faith without a vocal expression. If Satan can influence your thinking, and sometimes he uses people with good intentions who do love God, but they want to influence you that faith is only a matter of the heart. If that's what happens to you, you're going to be defeated. Jesus resisted Satan with verbal responses, quoting the Word of God. He spoke out loud. You cannot think your way to victory. And it was God who introduced this idea to the world, not 20th century faith teachers. Listen to Joshua 1.8, and it was God who said it. This book of the law, since we don't follow the law of Moses today, we could say this book of the word. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. Whoa, out of your what? Out of your mouth. Why did God tell Joshua to keep the word in his mouth? Because God knew that Joshua would have trouble keeping it in his mouth. He knew that if he could keep it in his mouth, it would automatically get into his heart. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. You will be permitted and able to do what the scriptures teach if you keep the word in your mouth, for then you shall make your way prosperous. Notice it doesn't say that God's going to make you prosperous. It says you're going to make your way prosperous and you're going to have good success. Why? Because you put the book of the law in your mouth, not just in your heart. God knows that if you say this enough, it'll get into your heart and it won't be a problem. But you can think on things only in your heart and not give expression to them and they won't work for you. And I told you just now that Jesus had to speak out loud verbally in order for Satan to be resisted. This world has to have the words of God spoken into it. You need to speak to create an atmosphere in your home. You need to speak concerning those terrible thoughts that come to you in the middle of the night. You need to learn how to say the Word of God to run that stuff off. Meditation is a process by which we absorb the Word into the inner man. And God knows that. He knows that you won't absorb it into your inner man if you don't say it. So meditation is both speaking and saying, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate there. In other words, God said meditation is speaking. And there is some uh, uh, scholarship to show that the word meditate comes from a Hebrew word that means to chew. You put something in your mouth and you chew on it. We are told to acknowledge what Christ has done on our account. We are to say uh, what good He has done in us. 
Most believers acknowledge their human frailty or their sins, and truly you should confess your sins if you've sinned, but you need to spend as much time or even more confessing the good things that are in you. Very few people follow the teaching of Philemon 6, that the communication of your faith may become effectual by the acknowledgement of every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus. And that word communication is from the Greek word koinonia. It means a having in common. It means partnership. It means fellowship. The believer cannot have a positive impact on others until he or she is fully aware of God's changes on the inside. When you become fully aware of God's changes on the inside of you, that you have the nature of Christ, then you realize He's working in me, and I can change my thinking, and I can control my body. I am the master of this piece of meat. My spirit, the born-again me, is master of this. That's why Christ came. He didn't come just to teach us to be the followers of a teaching or a doctrine. If that's all it took, the Old Testament saints could have done that. But He came to give us something more. He came to give us a brand new spirit so we could be God's children in nature, not only with philosophy. And that's why He came and died in our place and was raised from the dead. All of those things made it happen. Well, that's all the time that I'm going to take on this for today and for this week, but we will pick up with here in a few days, and I hope, or from here in a few days, hope you'll join me for that, and I want to thank you. By the way, if you haven't done it already, subscribe to our podcast, and then give me some likes. Give me that little thumbs up on this thing. It will really help us with algorithms, with the, the various sites that we uh, broadcast on. So thank you so much for that, and I'll see you again very soon. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below. And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below are going to MyFaithRoots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.